I've talked about this on the podcast quite a bit before, but when you step out of your lane, I mean, I mean, I think I've even um, recorded a podcast episode called "Stay in Your Lane." But when you when you like step out and follow your curiosity into a new endeavor, when you that you're not known for, it confuses people. And I've I've thought about why that is. Like, why does that confuse people? And I think it's just because of our natural tendency. Uh, when we view the world to want to make, yeah, I think it's just natural. Like we want to make sense of the world around us and people around us. So we naturally put things into boxes. Okay. This person does that. But when it comes to art and when it comes to following your curiosity, man, at least when I started out, it was relayed to me that you want to be careful. Like you want to be careful that you're not doing too much or stepping out of your lane because you don't want to confuse people. You want to be known for solving one problem. What's that one problem you solve? Figure it out, put that out in the world, focus on it. That's what you do. Don't confuse people so that hopefully people will think of you and they will like, what? I don't hire you for a gig. So in my, in my case, uh, playing bass. Okay, I'm a bass player. Everything I need to put out online, on social media, needs to be about bass. And I've had these insecurities about uh, posting other interests of mine. If you're uh, interested in diving a little bit more into this kind of topic, um, check out my conversation with Zane Lamprey at the very beginning of this year where we talk about uh, pursuing different curious endeavors in our lives and our own curiosity. But here's the deal. Here's the truth that every single artist who has followed their curiosity into multiple different art forms in life has figured out and learned to be true. All works of art informs all other works of art. All creativity informs all creativity. Can photography actually make me a better bass player and live performer in front of crowds. I'm, I'm currently out on the road with an artist named Caitlin Smith. And right now I'm in Long Island, New York. And we just finished uh, performing a set in front of a massive audience. And we walked off stage. And when we got back to the green room, I was talking to Caitlin. And I, I asked her, I said, you know, you are a killer freaking performer uh, and you have this ability to, it feels like you are interacting per, and making a personal connection with every single one of the thousands of people in the audience. It, do you have like a technique or is there something interesting or is there some intentionality of how you approach that? Cause that's a lot to take in when you're standing in front of crowds that are over like say 4,000 people it becomes really hard to like, okay, who am I connecting with? Where am I pointing my focus and my attention? And her response to me, like she has an actual intentional approach to it, blew my mind Be because, because the second she said it, I, in my mind, I said, oh, that has a lot to do with how street photographers from the 1970s would approach taking film photography on the streets of New York. And here's why. So you're an artist performing on a large stage in front of a massive audience. That's a lot to take in. How do you approach where to put your focus in a way that you have a plan of attack, 
that but you're not just like trying to like look at every single person you think it's gonna be impossible uh but then you also want to think about your music and your singing and what you're playing uh and how you're standing on stage there's like a million things you have to balance right so like there needs to be an intentional approach to it and everybody has their own approach but after my show today with my friend caitlin smith uh, I asked her approach and it was brilliant. She says the way she looks at it is she views an audience in zones. So you have the back zone, the far back uh, people and the, the, however big the, the stadium arena or venue or whatever it is, the people in the very far back and the nosebleeds, that's a zone right there. Then you have middle kind of a section. And then you have up close, like where you can see the whites of their eyes right there, people in the front row. And she says that throughout a show, she is constantly bouncing between those zones, wherever she happens to be on stage. So she's rocking out. She goes stage left over by me. She is looking at the people, right? Zone one, right in front of her at the front, uh, or just at the, uh, like the foot of the stage. And then she goes to the, maybe like the far back zone and the middle zone. And she'll, I even like was watching, uh, videos of us performing, uh, recently. And uh, you could see her, like, she's like way, like she'll make massive gestures out to the back and then smaller gestures to medium and then like pointing down and actually making direct contact with the people that are right in front of her. And, it's actually not unsimilar to how I think about it. The way I approach it is I only ha- I only have two zones for myself uh, when I think of uh, the bigger shows. I think of I'm always performing for the people in the very back row, the nosebleeds. So I'm holding myself uh, and making larger sweeping gestures so that like I'm, I'm actually even as, <laughs> as I'm saying this right now, I'm like even making myself a little bit larger. My like shoulders are back. I'm like taking up more space. Uh, but I'm making myself bigger to make gestures that would be seen from the very far back. But every time as well, I always pick one person that is on my side of the stage, stage left, uh, right by my feet that I can see personally. And I pick that person from side stage right before I walk out uh, to start the, uh, the show. And the entire show, I am performing for that one singular person. I have them in mind the entire time. Uh, for today's show, there were there were two young boys uh, that looked like they were brothers standing with their parents, and they were just to my left, uh, very front, like pressed up against the gates. And the entire performance was for them. Uh, at the towards the, the very end, like one of the last songs, I grabbed a couple picks and I like handed it to them, and like had like this moment and said hi to them. Uh, and so like the whole thing was for them, but I'm also making gestures for the very far back. Uh, and so I, I want to experiment with this three zone process, but as I was thinking about, it, I think it's fascinating because, uh, have you ever heard of something called zone focusing? And this is specifically something that was developed, uh, by street photographers, uh, that we're shooting film. And what that is, is when you have, okay, right here, I, I have my Leica M3 in front of me. And if you look at the barrel uh, the, of a lens of a camera, you're going to see all these markings on it. And uh, what that is, is it shows the distance indication of where your focus is. So, okay, so this, I can set it to infinity. So anything like that's further out than 25 feet is going to be in focus, or I can set it down to five feet here. And anything at five feet is going to be at the center of focus. But depending on what your aperture is, your f-stop, 
is dependent on how wide that range of focus is going to be. So I can set, say, to if I'm on F8 here on this camera, I can set it to a focus focal distance of, say, 15 feet. And what that means is anything between 10 feet and 25 feet is going to be in focus. So this is where I set up my film camera when I walk out on stage. I, I lately have been putting this camera at my feet, at my pedal board, and I set it up this way so that at some point during the show, I usually give myself once or ma maximum twice to pick up my camera during a show. But if, if, if the artist is talking up front and I'm standing back by the amp, I'll, I'll pull it up and I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think about, okay, where am I focused? What? No, it's all set up. Anything within 10 to 25 feet, which is where they're typically standing in front of me, is going to be in focus. So I take a, I pull up the camera, take a quick shot, set it down, don't have to think about it. And it allows me to stay present in the moment. It gives me one less thing to think about. I think it's fascinating because it's the same thing. Like, right? Like I, uh, you walk on stage and you have these zones. I no longer have to think, okay, where am I, where's my attention going on stage? No, I got zones. Okay. You got the back, middle, forward, and you just go between those. Uh, I have a friend of mine who is a public speaker and it's so funny when you watch recordings of him, his head, once you start noticing it, you can't unsee it because his head constantly is going, he looks to his right, he looks center. He looks to his left, he looks center. He looks to his right. He's constantly just going between these things and having this motion for him. He said, like, I know, it's just like, if you notice it, it looks probably weird. But if you're watching me, uh, I'm connecting with people in the audience and it allows me to be able to still think about what I'm talking about and not have just have one less thing that's going to inhibit my creativity, my spontaneity, my being present in the moment. <laughs> Man, zone focusing, whether for film photography or live performance, <laughs> or, if or if you're feeling like, like especially manic, uh, doing both at the same time, informing each other. <laughs> Who would have thought? Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.